0: This show is partnering with No C D to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to no cd.com to get evidence-based treatment that's no cd.com
1: bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy last
2: year by making investments from coast to coast investments like building
0: charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in california and starting up new infrastructure in the gulf of mexico it's and not or
3: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi-bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriassecret.com.
2: What's up, happy hour? It's good to be back with you again this week, but it's also slightly bittersweet because my wonderful co-host Michelle is unfortunately under the weather, so she will not be joining us this week, which is a huge bummer because I wanted to catch up with her and hear all about how her birthday weekend went, how she enjoyed Wango Tango and walked the red carpet with Nate, but we will have to wait until the following week to get her on to just her brain on all of that fun stuff, but Michelle, if you are listening to this, in the meantime, I have to give you a huge shout out because you and Nate rocked the red carpet at Wango Tango. You looked absolutely stunning in that red dress. For all of our listeners who have not seen her in this incredible number, please go to Instagram. It's probably posted all over your feed. It's probably on her feed. But oh my gosh, hot damn! No one else should ever wear that dress because Michelle, you looked incredible, and it looked like such a fun time. I hope you had a great time reuniting with Nate and celebrating your big birthday and all of that fun stuff. And, you know, for everyone listening here... I love to talk. I could just go on and go on, but I'm not going to do that because we actually have a very fun guest coming up and I can't wait to have her on because she is not only a fellow podcaster, just a badass mom, but she has really paved the way in the world of social media and especially um, knowing all things pop culture in terms of reality television. So very shortly we will be having Amanda Hirsch on, AKA not skinny, but, but not fat. But before we do bring Amanda on, I have to give one final shout out to Michelle because, you know, we've been talking about this for weeks, but it is officially Her last week of school, last week of teaching in the classroom. And so, Michelle, you have put in so much hard work, time, dedication to the classroom, to your students, and to their families. But we will be thinking of you this week. I'm sure you're just going to crash once that day is done. But we are sending you so much love and support and enjoy those last few hours with all of your students. And who knows what the future will hold, but we are always here to love and support you. But it's an exciting week for. You let me know if you need anything in the meantime. A bottle of wine, kick up your feet, relax, chill for a little bit, and just treat yourself to some time off. You know, hopefully, you can enjoy the next three months of this summer break. But, um, everyone. Before we do bring on our very fun guest, uh, I just have to do a little humble bragging here and not that it's that big of a deal, but if anyone follows along, either me or Thomas on social media, you will see that Thomas was supposed to be running a big marathon down in San Diego last week. And unfortunately, he caught a very weird, very strange, unique double lung infection when we were in Hawaii. So he unfortunately could not run the marathon but he somehow i don't know how he did this convinced me to run a 5k and i'm not a huge runner i'm not into cardio it's not my thing i don't necessarily enjoy it but he talked me into it and so this past weekend thomas and i ran our first five well not ours but my first 5k together together—done in san diego with the rock and roll marathon and it was so much fun and for Anyone who has ever ran a marathon or a half marathon or a 10K or even a 5K, like kudos to you because it's not easy. I mean, especially running a marathon. I have so much more respect for people who do it and who are dedicated and love and enjoy it. Um, But it all goes to a good cause. And so thanks to everyone who took part in that. Thanks to Tommy for dragging my booty out of bed at 5:30 uh, in the morning, 6 in the morning to get running on the road. And um, some people have DM'd me actually asking if I would ever do a marathon or if you'll see me running in the future. And I'm going to tell you right now, you probably will never ever in this lifetime, see me do a marathon, probably not even a half marathon, but I would definitely do another 5k, maybe, maybe a 10k if I practice, but, but it was just such a fun experience. So shout out to the rock and roll marathon in San Diego. You guys are incredible. So many people showed up. I did not know what to expect. And it was such a cool experience just with everything, all the planning that that goes into it. But yeah, thanks for all of the well wishes and the support with that. All, all of our listeners who follow along that has been received and loved and I appreciate it so, so much. But enough about me. We do have a very fun interview coming up with amanda again she is a force on instagram with her extensive coverage on all things pop culture please join me in welcoming amanda hirsch to happy hour well first amanda welcome to happy hour we well and i say we because i know michelle who is my co-host and unfortunately is sick and can't be here we have been wanting to have you on for a while we're so excited to have you so thank you for joining us and just catch us up on your life how are you well, thank you, Becca. I'm a huge
1: fan. As you guys probably know, I'm a bachelor nation groupie. I don't know. What do I call it? Like bachelor nation, bitch. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're just part of, you're part of the nation. I'm I'm, I'm like, I'm on the sidelines of the nation. <laughs> um, yeah. We've been like, it feels weird to not have it on air right now, mm-hmm. even though like that used to be normal, but we got used to, like, back to back to back to back to back. And now we have this we long break. We got spoiled. You could call it that. A spoiled, uh, overabundance. I don't know. I don't know. But I felt <laughs> both. I felt both. Um, but huge fan. Huge fan of Bachelor Nation. Can't wait for, what is it, Paradise to, to come? Mm-hmm. Is that the mm-hmm. next
2: thing? Well, so, no, first, it'll be The Bachelorette, the next season that'll air. But it's, you know, like, the dual two women and then but paradise is about to film like this week i think i know some of the cast is already down there so that'll come out i'm assuming like september or october i don't know the exact dates but you'll you'll very soon have back to back seasons once again oh my god and congrats on your engagement thank you i appreciate it yeah he's been showing off his rock whenever he can his little bling right you know how like I'm sure when women get engaged they're like oh look at I well you do everything you hand you know what it's I like I know yeah but you know like <laughs> I, people want to do everything with their left hand and I feel like that's how he is now he's like oh wait let me hold my cup with my left hand and wait get my coffee mug but I want to switch it into this hand and so he's been showing off showing off the ring a lot so thank you Wait, can I ask you?
1: See how I'm switching it around to like having you on my podcast. But um I love this. I just want to know how it works. So is he going to get you a ring now?
2: Yes. So I kind of stole his thunder a little bit because he did have something planned. So he... I don't know if he has it currently or is like in the midst of making a ring, but he had a date in mind and I have no idea when it is that he was going to do it. And so when I popped to the question early and threw him for the loop, I was like, I don't want to take away from what you have planned. You know, my, my ring finger is getting lonely over here, so I want one too, but I just wanted to add to it. So yes, we are probably like the only people, which is probably not necessary and, like you said, overabundance, but like we'll we'll probably have two engagements. Then <laughs> so like surprise, we're announced uh, engaged again. But yeah, he'll he'll have he'll do something fun. And special and are on his you own time. D- are you gonna tell him like what you want for a ring? Oh, he knows. He oh. is well aware. Yeah, okay. one one of my best friends has made it very apparent to him of what I would like this time around because in the past I wasn't really able to design a ring per se yeah and so now this time around um my my friend has told him you know this is what it needs to look like this is exactly what she needs don't go over don't go under whatever so he knows he's he's a smart guy yeah I love that I also love I love the
1: coupling in general because it's so random it is it is very random
2: that's what everyone said especially when we first got together
1: that's what I meant it was random but then like it happened and then you guys knock on wood are like making it and you know he didn't get the best edit on his season obviously Mm -hmm. um and you're just making everybody kind of see Probably come around real. to him.
2: Yeah. He's actually a really, really great guy. And so I'm at least, you know, I was lucky enough to meet him in paradise and, and other people were down there too. But you know, now I get to spend my life with him and I, I know the real Thomas now, which I'm like, how the hell did they turn you into this? But right. But yeah, but I want to ask you. So when you <laughs> got engaged and married, did your husband know what you wanted it in advance or was, did he just go in blind? No, I was 26 years
1: old baby um I know you know girls come on the bachelor at like 23 and I'm always Mm -hmm. like and but for me it's like we were together for five years so I wasn't I I didn't need to to get proposed to he was like more into that Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was a complete surprise I was like caught off guard and he you know we were broke at the time so he got me a baby ring which only you know, we're married now for six years together for 11. I think Mm -hmm. I only allowed myself to make fun of it like this year. Like, (laughs) like I had to get past like
2: the decade mark of dating. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: To be like,
2: now I'm like all the time, like
1: I need a microscope, please. Like let's zoom in. Where's my Um, monocle. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But now he gets it. But, but it is special because we were at such a different point in our lives. We're like, we had no money. Like he mm-hmm. had to take like a loan to get this ring, Um and and it is really special. I am thinking about like upgrading it now, and it's really sweet because he's so supportive. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not gonna put it in a drawer. I want to like incorporate it. But he's, yeah, like I'm sure a lot of men would be like, eh, and he's just like. Wants me to do it. He's like mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so well, that's yeah. more and more
2: common these days. I mean, I've talked to aunts and just random women who I'll comment on their rings and they'll be like, oh, this is my second ring. We just upgraded it. So I feel like it's more common these days. Right. And I love that you still want to incorporate what he gave you originally.
1: Yeah. That's then special. what is it? What? I'm going to get a new engagement ring like bitch. Like you've been married for whatever years and it means something. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the opposite. Like today I saw my sister go through the process and she of getting engaged and like, she knew exactly what she wanted. She had Pinterest pictures she had Mm -hmm. to the point that she knew like which band and which like the under things, like mm-hmm. all these things. And I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't even
2: have a chance to like explore those. Things. No, what I mean? Well, and especially I'm sure before social media and like the Pinterest of the world came up, it's like, I mean, even doing Thomas's ring, which you would think would be so damn simple, like a men's wedding band. There was so many questions and bits and pieces. I'm like, uh, thank God I had a friend who's a jeweler that could help me. Cause I'm like, I don't know what any of the, I don't know what a stone cut is or like what the clarity or b- any of this shit. It's, it's wild. I want to ask you, oh my God, I have so many questions for you, but just since we're talking about your husband really quick, is he a pop culture junkie just like you?
1: Oh my God. He's the opposite. He the is other he? day confused like Jason Biggs and Adam Sandler. Like he's the opposite.
2: <laughs> what? So like, what is his thing that he like gravitates to? well he it's really sweet because he's so
1: supportive and like like I'll explain to him like who people are so he knows and then he'll get into it be like oh that girl you know and he'll just find a way to like make me understand who he's talking about but he'll mm-hmm. never say the name because mm-hmm. he doesn't know It's just it's so much to keep track of it's like I watch So much television and I mean, not enough, not really, but, but a lot of reality TV stars and, and, and celebrities and, you know, so no, he's not in tune with it. And you know what, I don't think I'd, I like it that way. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't need to be into this stuff or geek out about this stuff. He's just really happy um for like me in, in yeah. situations and he gets really into it like oh and like what about this and what and he, he's very supportive in the on the business side but mm-hmm. no he's not you know he's not into it I'll be like I got a dm from Kim and he'll like be excited but he's not like you know into it I yeah. wonder like if
2: there are a lot of guys that are well uh, I mean so just being in this world, you know, I came into the bachelor world back in 2017. And since then I've met so many guys, you would be surprised at the amount of men that I'll meet just randomly, like on the street or grocery shopping who are huge, huge fans. And they, and you know, you have the guys who are just so proud of it. They're like, yeah, I love the show. I watch like I watch it with my guys. And then there's ha- like the half of the group of men who are like, Oh, I watch it because my fiance does, or my wife does, or my girlfriend right. does. I'm like, you guys always blame it on the girls, but you secretly get hooked too. So yeah. I'm actually surprised at the amount of guys that that like also recognize Thomas. Like he gets spotted. I mean, he's tall, so he sticks out like a sore thumb. But like so many dudes gravitate towards him and they're like, dude, we saw you on the show. We loved you. Like it's it's so funny. You would not expect it. I love it I I think
1: I I know more men that watch it with their like women but I wonder if it's like a red flag if you meet a guy and he watches The Bachelor or not
2: well I've met a lot of guys that will just do it with their guy friends like um people like parties. yeah they'll like like I was talking to a guy maybe a month or so ago who started watching it and he's my age now so 30s and started in college i think he was part of a frat and they just started watching it on mondays to like you know pick up girls and to be able to talk about it and then it just stuck so he has his fantasy bachelor group on Mondays still and it's these dudes in their 30s that just watch it together and their wives like i don't even think take part in it it's so funny to me
1: it is but i i you know i don't know becca honestly you get i don't know how i feel about that (laughs)
2: it, it people, <laughs> well, I yeah. want to know. I want to know. So, How long have you been a fan or have watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette? What season? Maybe Ben Higgins. Oh, some more recent. Yeah. I mean, it's not that recent. Yeah.
1: But that was Jojo, Lauren. Yeah. I think that's when I like really started watching, watching Mm -hmm. Um, before that. Like I knew about it. I think I even was like kind of in it when like the Tristan, Ryan, like those first couples. But I think the Ben Higgins season was really one. Even today, like I'll get asked by people, like if you would recommend a season, I Mm -hmm. feel like the Ben like Ben Hagen season is such a classic one because right. he's so like a certain type
2: and you got the Jojo and you know well he and he was one of that one sticks out because he was one of the first people leads to say I love you to two people oh
1: right and he and he didn't get as much shit right no no
2: I think I mean I think he did, but not in the way that other leads coming after him had. Like I think I think he like set the precedent for the amount of I love yous and if you should or shouldn't in this whole debate of like, you know, how much should you divulge to somebody you're about to get engaged to, right? Like it's but um oh my gosh, yeah, that was back in like 2015, I think.
1: You know what's so wild? I was just um, reminiscing about the real
2: world? Have you watched oh, the real world ever? Yeah. Well, yes, Young Becca did. I mean, and I had to hide it from my mom because growing young up, <laughs> when it was like in its prime, I was in probably middle school, like late elementary school, and I, I would always go to my friend's house to watch it. But my mom was like very strict on TV, so I couldn't watch it at home. But I, yeah, there was... There was one season where I think Cameron, who is now on um, Southern Southern Charm, I I watched her. Yeah. And Brad, remember Brad? Yes. Yes. And so that's like the prime of what I remember. San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. It's San
1: Diego. I just yesterday. Oh, you know why? I thought of like why it became a topic of conversation because there was like a challenge um, uh, promo and like Kim Kardashian was in it randomly. And it was just so random. It was just a bunch of people from the franchise, like the, batch, the, the, the challenge in real world, mm-hmm. which is still going, they're still doing challenges, everybody. And, um, and Kim Kardashian was in the promo being like saying one of the lions in the promo. And I was like, this is the most random collab. And but then you're here for it, but I'm always here for it. But then I started remembering all these players like CT. And then I posted something about CT and literally my dams were blowing up of women just thirsting over this guy that was in the real world. And then there was this girl, Bryn. She was on a season. She was from Portland. And so many people from our generation, like millennials that mm-hmm. watched the show, this was
2: our like induction to reality TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gen Zers don't know what they miss. Like, and that was before like a lot of, I'm sure editing took place and all, hey, it was just like, it wrong. was real. Well, they say we're real People, (laughs)
0: yeah,
1: but they lost out on like somebody saw Bryn, one of like a favorite, like, um, waitressing, you know, Mm -hmm. now, um, and and we were saying like they didn't get to enjoy the perks of reality TV stars today. Oh, I'm it sure. wasn't like you're going to leave and, you know, maybe you'll get a show or maybe a podcast right. or maybe a partnership. It was like,
2: no, you're back to being a normal person. Yeah. Like you probably yeah. get paid for just that stint. I mean, and I feel like it didn't really take or go off. to the challenge. Yeah. The, like the next thing, like you make yeah. it far enough here, you go to the next show. But yeah, I feel like it didn't really take off until social media became such a thing with like brand deals and collabs. And now, I mean, there's just so much that people don't even realize what it was like before that but oh man anyways I want to get into you and how you really got started because you just mentioned Kim Kardashian and I want to talk about the evolution of Amanda into Commanda because (laughs) because (laughs) your followers are so loyal and they lost their minds when you were invited to cover the Hulu premiere um so how did you get involved in that in the first place? Like who invited you to cover that? Like, give me the whole backstory to this. Well,
1: I, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. Became commander. It was like, I was covering bachelor Kardashians, um, uh, uh, summer house, like just, you know, fun recapping reality TV, like, you know, and, um, I've always loved the Kardashians always watched. And I think you know i i i did commentary on them and i started noticing i think i started noticing that like their friends kind of follow me or kind of talk to me and i didn't even allow myself to go far in my head like oh that means maybe they do but mm-hmm. but i think slowly i started realizing that like well maybe they do know about me because like their friends kind of do and their friends say like you know uh, we love your account, like all these little things. And then I started mm-hmm. getting their PR packages, which is obviously exciting. Like everything that happened was super exciting on its own. It's like, mm-hmm. of course, I'm going to fucking geek out when I get, you know, a push, you know, fucking <laughs> whole thing. Or, um, but again, I never even allowed myself to like, think as far as them coming on the podcast or, you know, caring about me at all. Um, but then so so huge fan. And then I think the first time was um, I never, like, responded to their stories or anything just because, um, you know, you just assume, like... They're not going to you know, see it. They're not going to see it. So yeah. I'm not going to, like, be a huge fucking nerd. So I, the first time I responded to Kourtney Kardashian's story, it was because she posted that she went on Addison Ray's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's doing podcasts. Like, it was just a quick thought, like, and I just responded without thinking, like, you should come on my podcast. And then she responded um, almost immediately. And I was actually in the middle of recording my own podcast. And she responded like, oh my god, like, should I? And I was Wait, like, this, oh. was, this was Courtney. Courtney. OK. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I, started, I was
2: like <laughs> recording a podcast live. How with would guests. you keep going with that? Podcast? I would be like, "I gotta go." Bye. No, no, no. I did. I was like,
1: <laughs> there was a really funny um, girl that was on my podcast, and I like, I was like, "Listen, we need to like just talk about something that's happening right now." And she like helped me formulate a response. You know, when like <laughs> your friends help you with like a guy. Yes it was the same thing I was like okay and she's like and and I ended up Becca if I look at it back I'll probably cringe because it was so not me because I listened to her it was was like too proper it was too like just trying yeah but whatever it's like you know what I wasn't gonna leave her on scene so I had to pull it together (laughs) real quick can you imagine putting Kourtney Kardashian on scene right you don't do that (laughs) you fucking answer whatever you need to answer so that's kind of and then we like went back and forth and then i kind of realized from there that she knows about me and my coverage of them and um and that's kind of how it started and then a little bit after that kim started following me mm-hmm. uh which i thought was like i was like why would you fa-? like i remember just thinking like she doesn't need to like
2: why would you like that? is this an accident she hit follow
1: no, me? no that's literally Becca. i was <laughs> every day i was like today is the day she's gonna realize she's made a huge mistake and you know keep going with her life um but literally would see her you know how it shows you like the verified person or the person that like you follow back Mm -hmm. in like the circle on the bottom so I'd see her face and I'd be like it's like your mom watching but you just I just had to keep doing what I do I couldn't say okay now I'm not gonna talk about them negatively Mm -hmm. ever or you know poke fun or whatever even though it does get a little hard, but, um, but I was never mean before. It was mm-hmm. always like little snarky things. Um, and then it just became kind of, yeah. And then for the, Oh, for the, for the event. So, Oh, okay. So in February I'm sitting in a nail salon and um, you know, bored because it takes so fucking long to get a pedicure Mm-hmm um and I see an email like from my website like forgot I even had a website forgot I had like a contact box there and um it was like from Hulu being like oh the Kardashians is premiering in April um would you be interested in having Kim Kardashian on your podcast and I was like what kind of troll does this who is doing this (laughs) (laughs) that's what I thought I was like this trolling has got like, tell me to die, you know, tell, but this, like this it's a is a whole new just level. Cruel. Yeah. So I, so, so I like, I was like, this is a joke. And I looked up the the name of the woman and saw her LinkedIn, saw she worked at Hulu, had a fucking
2: died and uh how are like, you acting in this pedicure chair like are you able to sit still and have this finish I feel like I would been I would have been like I gotta go give me my feedback I don't care if they're not painted. I don't know
1: becca I really don't know I think I was just like like looking like who I can tell but like literally <laughs> don't <know> anyone? <laughs> I don't know anyone um and I think it was just like you know looking at like trying to really grasp this and then say oh my god fucking god and again the thoughts running through my head are like why like what she doesn't need this she doesn't need to do a podcast like um so it was uh yeah
2: that's rare because they typically don't do podcasts and so so you had kim on first and then chloe after that correct
1: so i had kim on and then literally got back from a oh so the week i had kim like simultaneously OK, so the week I had Kim right before I'm about to fly out to L.A., my agent calls me and is like. Um, and there's oh, no. So the day so the that day, a day, a few days before I flew to L.A., all of a sudden, Kim that day leaked by accident the premiere info and pe- like people were talking Ooh. about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like excuse me I'm like in LA that day like we're having a podcast the day after like why am I not invited not in like not in any like in a joking way Mm -hmm. I was kind of like (laughs) I should be invited like what the hell like totally kidding to myself and to like my my fan I even tried to hint at her one of the women who works with Kim um that that I like communicate with I even Mm -hmm. texted her trying to hint being like when is the premiere again and she was like the 17th and I was like cool i'll be there. there no like no i thought you'd be like oh you should only totally come mm-hmm. so radio silence and then that night my agents called me and were like not only are you going like they want you to host the carpet and interview the entire family and it was the night before my interview with kim so it was like it was a lot because mm-hmm. i you know when you have something important you want to just focus on that but then it's like no the day before is like pretty wild too so um It was it was an experience for sure. How do you
2: even prep for that?
1: For the red carpet?
2: Yes. Like, have you had like, was this your first one you'd ever done? It
1: was my first one. No, I did a little fashion week thing for E, but that was my first one. It was totally Mm -hmm. throw into it. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, when you talk, you have to like put it here. Right.
2: Right. (laughs) It's (laughs) like you have to so many little things.
1: So many little things to think about. Um, but. But you know what, Becca, like when you get these opportunities, you're not like, why me? Like sometimes you're like, I fucking deserve it then. Like if I'm getting it and and they were proactively
2: will, like, reaching out to you to get uh, you, right, which says right. something,
1: which says a lot. And, um, and you know, I somehow go into these moments, like just with a blank, like po- not poker face, but poker because if, if I allowed myself to realize what it is in the moment, I would have a panic attack. I would, like, shit my brains out. Mm-hmm. So I have to be like, I deserve to be here. I know what I'm doing. Boom. Like, they're normal people. You could just be you. They like you for who you are. So... Um, so it was a very Kardashian week because I had that and the Hulu thing. And then I, I'm doing a show with E about the Kardashians. So it was like it was a, a very Kardashian week. Mm-hmm. I think that's how Commanda came about because it was like, how are you not transforming? How are you when not part do, of this family already? How am I not part of it? And then a couple of days after I got back from the Kim interview, we were talking about how, how good it was, like me and her team. And they were like, so Chloe next. And I was like, "Ha!" ha, ha. and they're like, no, really? So what? when can you do it? And I'm like, what? So it's you tell con- me when they can do it. Right. And where I'll come to the moon. I'll come to wherever. So <laughs> it's, um, it's a wild, it's a wild thing. And it just makes me want to do it more. Like, you know, interview. Um, well, you know. yeah,
2: it's, I'm sure it's like similar to, uh, this is probably a, a very bad analogy, but like similar to a tattoo where it's like you're a little nervous at first. You don't quite know how it's going to go. But then once you get the taste for it, you're like, oh, let's keep it coming. Let's keep it coming. Yeah. And well, and that's like the top of the top of who you would want to interview. It's like, yeah. And thank God they have a thousand members of the family. So you can just sling <laughs> through them. <laughs> I want to know, are there any questions that when you were with them, but you didn't get the chance to ask them if they were to come on again? What would you ask them next time? I actually got to ask them everything
1: that I wanted. Um, but listen, I'm always about the, um, like the little nuance fan questions, you know, mm-hmm. like we want to know, like, I regret not asking well, I asked Chloe how she drinks her coffee, but I didn't get to ask him, but it's like those little things, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that fans want to know, like, we know all the headlines. We know the Kanye of it all. We know Tristan cheated and those things are like important and you want to talk about them, but I just love getting like the nitty gritty of it all. The little, yeah. The little.
2: I like, so this reminds me, I'm sure you've seen it in magazines. They have the I love how you talk in magazines. Oh, my Minnesota accent comes (laughs) up. I love it. So bad. But there's like the sections where it, you know, it's like the celebrities, they're just like us. And it's pictures of them like walking their dog or like stepping into a porta potty or picking up a coffee. And I, it's always so funny to me because I'm like, of course, they're just like us. Like we're all humans. But then I always wonder, you know, like little things like what I grew up watching the Kardashians and I feel like they're always eating salad. So I always think. Do they only eat salads for the most part? Like what else when the cameras aren't rolling? What do you eat? Like what's your what do you indulge in? Like little things like that, that it's like probably no one gives two shits about. But like, I'm curious. No, but that's the thing that people really, really care. Like when Chloe
1: told me that her Starbucks coffee order is like a seven pump chai latte. I was pretty shocked because I thought that's like a lot of sugar. Yeah, (laughs) i even kind of like I was like. Chloe, like that's a lot of like shame. To been her. Life on the edge, girl. Yeah. So <laughs> I think people love to know that stuff. And and to me, it's like I always say this when people are like, oh, you know, celebrities, you know, they're not even the ones on Instagram. It's their assistants or their social media are like they're not looking or they're not posting. It's like, you guys best be sure these bitches are on fucking Instagram all day. And that's what I really I feel like learned from this industry. It's like Everyone's like you, like me, they're on their phones. They care what people are saying, whether it's about them or about other stuff. They care about they care about shit. They're watching Mm -hmm. The Bachelor, you know. They're Mm -hmm. it's like they're not like unicorns. And you know what? They're probably on their phones more than we're on our phones. Well, maybe not more than me, because I am a lot, but they're in cars and on flights and on all this shit. So people always think like, oh, they're not gonna see it or you know, and they're very, very, and especially the Kardashians, they're they're they want to be very on the like on the head of what's mm-hmm. going on, of what's being said about them. They they're it's they have a whole like I feel like they're just very good at like yeah. social media and marketing and stuff. But but yeah, listen, they have PJs and they have all that stuff <laughs> and they've never taken an Uber. But they, you know, eat salads and they have I was shocked when <laughs> Chloe had like a pop socket on her phone. It was like a chipping pop socket.
2: A crack like... scream. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow, <laughs> you're so down to earth. I will say and this is not to take away and make this about me, but I will say I met uh Kendall and Chris w- when I- it was right after I was announced as bachelorette so back in 2018, you know, 5 years ago. And I met them because Kendall was on Ellen and I was going in to do an interview. So I'm walking in as Chris and Kendall are walking out and Chris gave me a hug and and you, like this was right after the public breakup that was on the show for the finale, and she gave me a hug and she's like, "F him," and you're welcome to come to our our house for dinner anytime. I'm like, huh, "You know who I am? What?" But but they, it's like you know. Oh my god, watched... I didn't know they watched. Yeah, some of them are fans, and it's it's so it's crazy. It's like the more I'm in this world, the more I hear about actual celebrities and like big people who you know have done a lot more than I would ever do in my life but yeah it's like it's a good escape reality TV is a good escape for anyone and people like to downplay it sometimes when I'm like hey it brings people together it gives you something common to talk about it's entertaining It just brings us all back down to reality I want to know so you just mentioned a little bit ago you're always on your phone Mm -hmm. what is a typical day in the life for you what does that look like Well, I have a baby and, who is adorable by the way. Oh my God. Thank you. He's so precious.
1: I eat him up all day. And, um, so it's mainly like him and doing my shit and him and doing my shit and them simultaneously. Um, it's, it's fun because most of the stuff I get to do from home, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I'm really lucky in that because I get to hang out with him so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's basically between him and making sure that I'm on top of everything that's going on, even though, listen, we're human, we're not always able to be, you know, and, and most of what I do is like, I'm not saying I'm the first person, you know, in the front lines capturing the footage, you know, I'm not TMZ, and I don't want to be, I'm just the way this whole, whole thing kind of started is like i'm just really passionate about it and i like commenting on it and i like talking about it Mm -hmm. um but this is not like you guys will hear it here first and you know if so so it's kind of um
2: that's kind of it's more fluid for you like if something comes up and you can cover it and talk about it i kind of like that though you don't make it your entire world and identity
1: yeah, it is such a huge part of me that it's real. It's not like, oh, I have to like, you know, know what's going on. It's more like if before I started this, I would freak out about, you know, something that's happening in pop culture to my sister, or to my husband. I'd be like, <gasps> Courtney got a haircut. You know, it's mm-hmm. like now I have a bunch of people that also care about this shit to freak out to about. And we all kind of, Bond. you know, love the nitty gritty stuff. Um So, yeah, it's more like a fun, fluid thing. Sometimes it's very all over the place because it's just, like, stuff that comes up for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, let's just talk about Harry Styles and, you know, the moves he makes on stage or, you know, this show that I'm watching right now or or whatever but um well that's really fun
2: that's why i would say you're so fun to follow because it's fluid and it is you and it's not like you feel the need to bang out a certain amount of content or posts or stories or whatever it might be over things that you don't care about or that's not newsworthy to you did you would you say you got you like really kicked off during covid or when did you feel like okay like i'm kind of making it in this world
1: I think it's hard to even say that now it's such a scary thing to say you know um i think that no i'm not i'm not a covet well the thing is i started in 2016 so a while mm-hmm. it's been like six six years Um, you know, not like a TikToker that like gained 50 million followers overnight. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've been hustling at this for like a really long time. Um, but I will say if I had to really think about it, that maybe during COVID people were more bored and looking for more, you know, outlets to like, to, 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 to get some escapism and, Mm -hmm. and maybe, I think there were some scandals too. I think it was like, there was Hilaria Baldwin pretending to be Spanish and then there was Mm -hmm. Army Hammer being a cannibal. And I think, I think definitely there were peaks at that time. Um, but I've been doing what I do consistently for the past six years and with the same kind of like love for it, the same dedication, the same motivation, when I wasn't making a dollar, mm-hmm. like it's just wild to think about. So it's hard to say I've made it. I don't, I'm like going with the flow, you know? I'm like mm-hmm. enjoying the opportunities that come and I'm enjoying the fact that, like I said, I get to do this and be with my son and be who I am. Cause that was the, that was like my main thing when I got pregnant was like, I'm still gonna be this dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not changing um, cause I had a baby. I'm not changing because I had a baby. And you can say that, but I didn't know how it would look. And it was like, the way it looks is exactly how I pictured it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm able to give him everything, all the love, all the smushing all day. But I'm able to fucking... (laughs) do what I need
2: to do. Yeah. And And still have fun on the side. Well, you really have turned it into a business and then you've just taken off and and not only like have, have you become like an IG and podcast destination for people, but you've, you've done it in a successful way that not many people can do. What's the best professional advice anyone has ever given you?
1: Oh, um, I think the other day, this is kind of life advice. And I really like this advice um, is that you don't have to be a hundred percent sure about a decision. You only need to be about 51% sure. And I love that. Isn't that so good? Cause I'm such an overthinker and yeah. like, I I overanalyze every single thing and yep. like, it has to be 100% or it is not right. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that piece of advice and, I think I even posted it and so many people connected with it because people are dealing with like real life shit all the time, like Mm -hmm. big moves and job promotions and having a kid, not having a kid. And even when people ask me about Noah, my son and why I, and like when I knew I was ready, it's like exactly that. No, one's going to tell you I was thousand percent ready. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like you were a little bit more ready than not ready, which is like the 51% Mm -hmm. for example. Um, But but that and the other piece of professional advice I'll give is like, if you really, really love something and you are dedicated to it and like to the extent of being all in on it and you love it and you do what you do with passion, like you will succeed. I Mm -hmm. don't see, you know, and a way that that isn't isn't true. Right. I just feel like that's find what you really love work hard at it I sound like Kim Kardashian and her like nobody wants to work these Mm -hmm. days Um,
2: (laughs) show up and do the work
1: yeah nobody (laughs) wants to work these days it's so weird um and I know it's easier said than done because I was working odd jobs for years Mm -hmm. like that didn't represent me that I didn't feel like were me that I didn't I didn't give a fuck about because I was like not trying to be there. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So also like don't stress if you're 25, if you're 30, if you're 35 and you're doing something that you don't think is you, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You'll find it. Keep on moving. Yeah. As long as
2: you have the drive to find out what fuels you. And and even when you say, like, it, if you find something that you're 100% so passionate about and you find to join that, like, you're already winning. Right. Whether you consider that a career or a hobby, whatever hobby. it is. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. When I started this, it was a
1: hobby. And I was totally content with it being that. <clears throat> and I always said, like, to my family, my husband, my sisters, like, something good can come out of it. So, like, you never know. Mm-hmm. And, um... And that's really cool.
2: I want to ask you this because I'm sure I can imagine you've probably heard something similar. But, like, just for me, coming off of the show and, you know, being in the world of reality TV and then coming on the podcast, and I don't have a typical 9 to 5 job. Like, before I before all that, I worked in an office 9 to 5. I put in my 40 hours of work. And now people don't quite understand, like, oh, well, you don't work because you're not in the office 9 to 5 and putting in 40 hours what do you say to people who put down what you're doing? Because in your mind, it, it is a career for you now. It came off of a hobby, but like, this is your livelihood. This is how you make money and you enjoy it. So what do you have to say for those people who hate on you not going into office, working nine to five and like having this traditional role? Yeah, it's um, it's funny because I
1: think I will be the first to admit I'm a very self-aware person like as much as I'll say, yes, it's just job. And yes, it's 24 fucking seven, sometimes more than an office job. I also will say it's much more fun than an mm-hmm. office job. And it is not brain surgery. And it's not hard in the same ways that other jobs are hard. But mm-hmm. some, I totally will be like, I get you. Like, I'm not trying to say I didn't fucking hate going into an office. Like, go- I think there's also like, there's a spectrum of people that like, don't mind going to the office. Fucking hate it. Fucking hate it. Like, Mm -hmm. and there was me that I was on a hundred of like hated going to the office. Always (laughs) wanted to leave early, like was smoking cigarettes to have a break. Like I was not an office gal. And it's like, I knew that's not where I should be. Um, But I will say that like every job is different. And of Mm -hmm. course this has a lot of fun perks to it, but I also work my ass off. But Mm -hmm. like my mom... Just the other day, my mom was like, oh my God, like you're so busy and you're being so torn and I don't know how you're doing. She was like going to cry. And I was literally like, mom, like relax. So I... Like she's taking it to the other extreme where I'll be like, yes, I'm super busy. I have so much shit to do and I have a baby and blah, blah, blah. But this is fun shit and mm-hmm. I love it. And mm-hmm. I'm so hashtag blessed, hashtag grateful to do it. So I can understand the people saying that, but also say like there is the other side to it, that it is hard, that it takes a lot out of you, that you don't really feel like you have days off um, and that it's a different kind of job for sure.
2: Right. Right. I feel like your mom sounds exactly like my mom where she's always like, take a break, go easy on yourself. And it's like, ma, I'm good. Thank you, though. I appreciate the concern, but I'm good and I like what I do. So it's not like I'm drowning over here. Yeah. She's Mm -hmm. like, can't you just take a break? Yeah. (laughs) We got to get our moms together. I feel like they would be two peas in a pod. (laughs) What advice do you have for listeners who potentially want to follow in your footsteps and do something similar and build their own small following, whether that's through Instagram or some other platform. I think that it's,
1: um, that again, I think it's the same advice. Like if you love, if you're doing it because you're like, wow, hashtag influencer life looks really cool, then you're not going to make it, Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion. But if you're like, I'm really passionate about, you know, writing funny memes, or about following a certain Bravo show and recapping it. And I think I could do it really well. And, you know, I would do it anyway, but I want to do it on a bigger platform Mm -hmm. than do it. If you're going into it, because you're like, Oh, I want to like get PR boxes, then that's not because I'll be the like, when I started it, it was like, I started with a meme account, I was writing funny things that made me feel better. Cause I was really depressed at that time. And it was before stories, nobody knew who I was and it kind of evolved. And today I understand like in this weird fucked up way that this is kind of what I always wanted to do because I always did want to be in the entertainment industry. My dream was to be on like fucking E news and I mm-hmm. got to it in this w- weird roundabout way. So right. I'm not saying if your dream is to be famous, a singer, an actor, a dancer, you you can't have those dreams that they're far fetched. I'm saying if it's like if it's just you know that you want to be famous and you don't know why or you for want the perks fo- or you want to just have followers like mm-hmm. so many people they just like want followers you know mm-hmm. and it's such a it's the, the the there's a lot more to that and especially in in this world where it's it's really not only like numbers and how many people follow you and what it's it's people that do it I feel like really think about it as more than that, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if, if, if you like really built a community and stuff. So if you want to do it, do it, but do something that you really love, have a passion for and feel like you can add to, because it definitely is a saturated.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Market. Yes, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I think back to like, even when I first went on the show and my, ins- I started with like 438, Instagram followers, you know, it was just like friends and people back in Minnesota, and now it's just you know since then it's skyrocketed. But for me, it's like I I'm not like your typical influencer where I'm like taking pictures in all my clothes and knowing how to pose. Like I feel so awkward when I do that, and I see all these other accounts. I'm like, oh, like she's crushing it, she's killing it, but like that is so not me. And so yeah, you really have to like if that's the case, I totally agree and understand why you're saying that is like to have know the why behind it too for yeah. sure
1: well um, be yourself Becca you don't have to be like any other bitch you know no?
2: that's why I only have pictures of my dogs on the, on Instagram <laughs> for the most part that's me that's what makes me happy you know I gotta get money to pay for them for their good <laughs> life um, okay before we get into our game because we always play our games here with our guests I I want to take it back to the Bachelor a little bit, just for our Happy Hour listeners. So we want to get your take on the current state of affairs in Bachelor Nation. So I, I, as, I you know that the next season has two bachelorettes, correct? It's like the dual yeah. season with the girls. Okay, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, TBH, uh was kind of disappointed just because, like. It makes me feel like if I was in that position, I wouldn't understand why they don't think that I can hold it on my own. So I hope that the way that it is kind of like makes sense. Like we don't know what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So didn't love, didn't love the little change up, but will keep my, you know, fingers crossed that it'll be a fun little twist.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So since you started watching From Ben's season, if there is a couple from Bachelor Nation that you would want to go on a double date with, who would it be?
1: I feel like JoJo and Jordan are so cute. Mm -hmm. They're so cute together. I ship them. I feel like she's kind of like this, like, perfect. Maybe I wouldn't want to go. because She's too perfect. (laughs) <laughs> That's annoying. She's like, always her hair is perfect. She's always like perfectly so, tan. Put together. yeah, so put together. And they have like a gazillion businesses. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're really power shining bright, yeah, power very couple. big power couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I should,
2: yeah. Oh, god, I know. Just like looking at their I've only met her in person, I've never met him, but just looking at them and their pictures together, I'm like. There's too much beauty in this in this film. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. Share some <laughs> for the rest of us. Okay. Would you ever let your son, when he grows up and becomes legal, go on a reality TV show? Or The Bachelorette? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. would. That's yeah.
1: Cool. I love that. I'm not anti those things. Would I you still like- recap him and give him shit for it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I would be like, vote for him. And be like, <laughs> what are we voting for? Um, I believe that, you know, I paid $45,000 for college and looking back at a year, looking back, like I'm not saying it's, I regret it because I don't know where I would be without the education and if i need it it's always good to fall back on it but i feel like we don't know what's going to be in like 10 20 20 years years. like if we're all going to be going to college and you know just doing the thing that Mm -hmm. you're supposed to do or if people are gonna have other ways to um you know get uh, make a profession and a living so Mm -hmm. i'm for whatever he wants to do but like let's aim for like soccer player
2: something entertaining yeah that can provide that can take care of you one day yeah that (laughs) can provide Yep, exactly I love that have you ever had anyone from bachelor on your podcast yeah I had Dylan Barber
1: um Blake Blake H Mm -hmm. my ex Jason another ex Jason (laughs) (laughs) I I sling through him (laughs) Jason
2: He's such he a great out. one.
1: I know they're all. Oh yeah, they would be another couple. I feel like Jason and 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 Caitlin are another really fun one. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. You had Blake and Jason. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like those are like the main ones. I mean, Colton well, was on my season, but wow,
1: and he's engaged. I yeah. know. I that's know. A thing that's a thing with the Bachelor is like, even if you want to take off a season because you know you're over it, it's like. How would I keep up with all this shit if I wasn't watching?
2: Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I want to know. It's it's hard. It's like you gotta. I mean, I feel like that's what what hooks people to the show. Probably any reality show is like you get to know the. I don't even want to call them characters, but like the cast, and then you get to know who they date, and it's like this full on cycle. But if you take some time off, it's like I mean, I've taken some time off before I started the podcast just because I could, and I was like, I'm missing so much. What the hell is going on in this world right now? Yeah. Um. So do you plan to watch Paradise this year, which oh, is yeah. currently filming? And who do you really hope to see hit the sands? So that's a, a
1: problematic question because I feel like Clayton's season. Um, I wasn't really paying attention, so I literally don't remember anyone. But I think from Michelle's season, if we get like she had that her finalists were like really sexual.
2: There's Brandon, her runner up um Rodney who I'm obsessed with oh Brandon was super like whoa he was like I
1: love you yeah he was super into it Rodney was too yeah I feel like Michelle's season had some oh my god and Katie's season are we gonna see Greg Grippo
2: Well, I I don't know. I think he has a girlfriend now. Oh, he does? I think he is, like, dating... I could be wrong, but I think he's dating a Parisian model. (laughs) Okay, okay. And he
1: always hangs around with Andre? What's his name? Who's his best friend?
2: Andrew. Oh, I made made him him more
1: (laughs) exotic, apparently. So he... So he's always with him. Like I've seen them around the, the the city. They're a two for one deal. So I feel like, sorry to the women in Clayton season. I It's hard. I don't remember that. But I feel mm-hmm. like Katie and Michelle's season have some good guys. So I love Paradise. I feel like with The Bachelor, what makes me restless is the many, you know, episodes you have at the beginning or Bachelor Bachelorette where it's like, all the people and the drama between them like I'm here to see the relationships and Mm -hmm. I feel like with paradise you dive right into like you know right away hot right away and there's and there's always more
2: that's what's great is there's multiple storylines going on multiple relationships happening which like for me as a viewer it's much more fun to watch much more entertaining and then it just gets messy too with so many people oh my god we love it we love the sweating we (laughs) love the messiness (laughs) oh gosh paradise I it's so hot, but I will say anyone going is so lucky because the food there is the best. I would go. Really? I told Thomas I'd break up with him for two months just or a month just to go down to Paradise to eat. Yeah, the food there's incredible. Like on the resort that you're at. Yeah.
1: Wow. It is the silver lining. Little,
2: that's that's the tea. It's so good. Um, okay, Amanda. Before we get into this game, I have a two part final question for you number okay. one, what is next if there's any future plans that you can share with our listeners and then two also where can everyone go to find you? Well, no exciting future
1: plans yet going with the flow and um, and and just doing my normal shit and um, my Instagram is not skinny but not fat and it's a name
2: that has really nothing to do with the content and um, so is my podcast. All right. Well, you heard it from her. Check out her Instagram and her podcast. You won't want to miss it. It's so entertaining. And Amanda, like I said, we love our games here at Bachelor Happy Hour. We always play them with our guests. So this is a very easy one. It's basically rapid fire. We're going to ask you a question and you just give me the first thing that comes to mind. Super easy. Okay. Okay. So we'll start out fun. What is your signature go-to drink? Um, the, uh, um, um, the, what's it called? The
1: Shaken Ice Espresso... Oh, uh, Dirty. coffee or... Oh, oh and Espresso oh, Martini. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, Alcohol. Just because I want a coffee, I was thinking of coffee. Alcohol is a skinny margarita. Okay. Or a white wine. I love it. What's the last TV show that you binged? Hacks. It's so good, you guys. On HBO Max, you have to watch it. I'm obsessed. What song always gets you pumped up? Oh. Um... <laughs> you know the song it was popular in like 2010 it's by strome and it's french and it goes dance. <laughs> I was
0: you
2: just,
1: guys look it up
0: i was look just look gonna up. pull
2: up my phone to try to shazam you
0: but yeah <laughs> no
2: so look it
1: up strome allure's dance i think it's called and it's such a like you have one drink you're ready to go strame strame yeah okay yeah
2: i'll check it out i'm sure i've heard it i just right at the club you've heard it okay i think i would know this one after talking to you but what's your favorite curse word
1: what i say fuck a lot yeah but i do too so it's
2: okay but is that your favorite yeah my too yeah my mom's like can you curse less on the podcast See, but do you know that
1: I don't realize it it's so bad when you don't even know like I would tell you like I would swear on my bank account right now and be like I didn't say fuck this whole podcast
2: no I'm I'm the same way especially if I get behind the wheel and I'm driving I get major road rage and it's just like word vomit curse curse word after curse word that comes out of my mouth Um, okay if you could make a cameo on any unscripted show what would it be Kardashian's a hundo. Okay, yeah. What would, what would be the oh, second? I, the second.
1: Um, would you maybe Summer House
2: on Bravo? Okay, oh, I am a fan of Summer House. If you could trade closets with any celebrity in the world, who would it be?
1: Oh, that's a good one, Haley Bieber.
2: Mm. Another good one. Fun fact: She, when I was living in LA. She and Justin used to live right around the corner from me so I would I would purposely walk my dog every day and I could tell if they were in town in that house or not because they'd have extra security and the guard mm. dogs out oh yeah did you get to see them I saw them a couple times well usually like usually at the farmers' market though that I would go to That's they would cute. be there yeah um they'd hit up like all the local coffee shop. So yeah. And I, I'm that creepy person that like slid into her DMS to give her the best burrito recommendation at the farmer's market. And she definitely did not see it, but you know, yeah. I sh- shot my shot there. <laughs> um, okay. And I live right by you in case you, you know, you, you know? wanted to get a burrito together. I don't if know. If you need me to water your plants, I will, whatever. I'll hold on the fort when you're gone. Um, what is one thing about you that would surprise your followers? Um, wow. I don't think
1: anything would surprise my followers. They know way too much about me. It's just like, aside from showing them like my pee in the toilet, like (laughs) literally, I always joke about it. I'm like, I want to be mysterious, but I'm not. I don't Mm -hmm. think anything would surprise them at this point.
2: You're an open book. Open book. I love that. What's one fashion trend that you wish would come back? Oh, I thought it would be
1: way easier of a question if you'd said, Wish wouldn't come back.
2: Well, give me that one.
1: Low rise jeans. Yes. Thank you. If low rise jeans. Really, Becca, you could wear low rise jeans.
2: Well, I hate jeans in general just because they're too constricting, but low rise are the worst. Like, the worst. Do you remember wearing them? Like, my butt crack was probably hanging out in middle school and high school 24 7. And then the tag would rub against your your, uh, tailbone. It's just so uncomfortable I hate them so bad hate it and so many guys that I talk to they're like we love low-rise jeans they're so sexy and I'm like that's disgusting I could see that because guys don't they
1: don't I feel like they don't get what's like good for us, you know. Yeah. Tell them to wear them. Yeah, yeah, tell
2: them to wear them. Honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna buy Thomas a pair of low rise jeans and Low rise jeans. It. Yeah. But crack 24 7. Okay, last one for this game. What is one word to describe your summer 2022 vibe? Or a phrase. One word is hard.
1: A C summer. A C
2: summer.
1: <laughs> Are you you're in New York, right? I'm in New York and like, we don't have like beaches and, and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And pools and you just, you go to brunch, you go to dinner, you go to wherever and you come back to the fucking air conditioning. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. I used to live on and off in New York back in the day and, and throughout the summer. And I was just constantly, constantly sweaty. I was never clean. Because you
1: have to walk here a lot. So it's Mm -hmm. not like LA where you can get in your car. Um, I'm not, yeah, I, it's like, it's, you guys, let's not, like, title our summers. Let's let it happen. Planning to have a hot girl summer. Like, what if you're not going to be hot this summer? You don't yeah. know.
2: I, hey, go with the flow. <laughs> go with I the love flow. I love it. Peace uh, and love. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we always ask our guests their rose and thorn of the week, basically, like, your highlight or favorite moment of the week and then low light or worst moment. I will let you start if you want to share. Okay, my
1: highlight was, it was my birthday. Yes, and happy belated, I saw that. Thank you. And um, my family did this really cute picnic in the park for me, and mm. it was a complete surprise, and it was so cute. And then I went to a Coldplay concert, and that was really Ooh. fun. And my thorn is that I left the Coldplay concert to avoid traffic and missed Fix You, which uh-huh. is apparently the best song and the- like you know how that's the one I miss and then everybody's yeah. like that's the best so I'm like the best like maybe like maybe to me you know, it's not yeah like star full of sky sky full of stars mm-hmm. is just as good okay <laughs> so that was upsetting it was hard to I came to terms with it because then I heard that people that stayed it took them like two and a half hours to get home yeah so I was happy with my decision yeah but um but it sucks a little.
2: Oh well, that's. I mean, if that is that's your thorn, you're doing this week well. Okay, true. Um. Okay, my. Th- I'm going to start with my thorn. My thorn is that Thomas and I had an offer in on a house, and this seller can suck my. As Demi said in Paradise, suck my ass because he was so terrible and lied about permitting on the house. So we had to back out of that. Um. But my thorn. Oh, er, sorry, my rose is probably my mom and godmom were able to come to California and it had been years pre-covid was the last Sunday we were able to come out here so I spent an incredible week with them. Oh, that's fun. We had an abundance of Minnesota time. It was great. Thomas was ready for all of us to be out of the house after that, but it was such a fun week. So that was probably my highlight as of now. But again, wait, where do you guys live in
1: California? Not in LA, but in California? We're in San Diego.
2: Yeah, oh, in San so, Diego. so I own a place in L.A., but I'll probably rent it out eventually. So I'll go back and forth. But I'm in San Diego most of my time. So Sandy. Aren't aren't Dylan and Hannah G. there, too? Yeah, they're down by us. Yeah. Oh, that's a while. Yeah, I haven't seen their new place. I want to check it out. We actually just had her on the podcast maybe a month or so ago. But yeah, I want to see their new house. But I absolutely adore them. Yeah. How did San Diego really become the capital of Bachelor Nation? That's a good question, because for the longest time, it was L.A., and then I and then it was New York, Nashville, and then Nashville. Nashville. I think San Diego—well, it was either—no, it had to have been Katie's season of The Bachelor. They just had a thousand guys from San Diego and the surrounding area that were on the season. She just had an abundance of San Diego people, and so I feel like since then, in the past year, that's kind of like— but a lot of people have. but a lot of people don't necessarily live here like a lot of people will come here and party and like they'll take photos with the bachelor their friends and like hype it up but for the most part not as many live here so mm. which to me I kind of like but um yeah amanda i thank you for joining us i had of such course. a blast i feel like i could talk me with too. you forever and i still have so many questions so we'll have to have you on again but thank you for coming to H- bachelor you. happy hour and stay in touch you're part of bachelor nation now so i am if you ever want to make a cameo i'm sure they'd love to have you down in paradise or something <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> let me let me bartend with wells
2: oh yeah that's what everyone
1: wants Bart- Just oh my god go for the course. food i'm telling you oh go for the food. Oh my God, next goals, next goals. Thank you so
2: much, (laughs) Becca. It was nice meeting you. Thanks, Amanda, take care. A huge thank you to Amanda. That was such a blast. You know, I did miss Michelle. I'm sure she would have loved being here to chat with us. But next week, she'll be back. And another big thank you to our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Thanks for tuning in each and every week. And please make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on both Twitter and TikTok. And Bachelor Happy Hour is available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. And you can listen to us ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app and thanks everyone and see you next week.
0: This show is partnering with No C D to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NoCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NoCD.com.
3: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi-bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That that's 43 sizes and 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com
0: So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world and they're